Welcome to this week's episode of Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. This week's episode of Cineman is once again brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, amazing local brewers whose passion and craft are the highlights of the Northwest brewing scene. They have an amazing stable of beers, including what we drink this week, O'Doyle Rules Irish Red Ale. It has the perfect blend of flavors, the perfect blend of hoppiness and maltiness to, to, to make you hearken back to when you were but a wee little lad. Um... But all seriousness, it's a great beer. Make sure you listen to us when we talk about it during the episode, right? Cool. Uh, like I said before, uh, visit GilgameshBrewing.com to, uh, to check out all of the great beers. They make a beer for everyone, even you. Once again, GilgameshBrewing.com. On this week's episode of Cineman, me and John watch uh, a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. If you've seen Escape from New York, that movie's 100 times better than this movie. It's called Escape from L.A., the sequel, the 15-year sequel. Um, perfect movie for Cineman. Uh, we loved it. We hope you guys love it. So check it out. It's Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. Well, hello again. Howdy. Uh-oh. That looks loud. But it's fine, right? We checked. We checked. <laughs> I mean, we could, for a backup, set up your iPhone. Oh, yeah, that's why I brought it. Just in case. Now I'm not. Anyways, listener, we welcome the back to... Another great episode of Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast, where your hosts, me and John, we're gonna drink some beer, we're gonna watch some bad movies, and talk about them, and, and we're gonna we're gonna reminisce and drink some beer, and drink. Of course, we're gonna drink some beer. Uh, <clears throat> as always, listener, this episode of Cineman is sponsored again by Gilgamesh Brewing, great Gilgamesh. local brewers with a. With an amazing roster of beers, <clears throat> last time you you listened to us drink the Mean Eileen Black Lager, uh, delicious, f- full-bodied uh, dark beer taste with the with the light drinkability of a lager. Mm-hmm. And it was. And uh, this week we got something else. We're gonna drink uh O'Doyle Rules Irish Red Beer. Now we haven't even really tasted it yet. So we're going to we're going to try and save that for uh for for when we drink it. We're going to save the tasting for the drinking. Yeah, of course if that didn't uh you know, if uh, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> but we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Gilgamesh, for uh, for providing the excellent beer. John uh, and I, we got a special movie lined up for you guys. We do, we do. A movie that I know nothing about, and I know slightly more, very slightly. And um, but I, I I know I wanted to watch it because I've been seeing a lot of Snake Plissken uh, pop culture references lately. <laughs> you really. Everywhere, man. 
And then I've I've been having this weird um, thing going on in my head where I was thinking back to the Metal Gear Solid games, and the main character in that in those games, his name is Snake, right? And at one point in the game, I'm sure at one point in a conversation, they said, "What do I call you?" And he says, "Pliskin," and I never understood <laughs> that. So it's a video game movie. Or is the video game? No, this has nothing. I don't think. I think it's just a pop culture reference. Okay, is all it was. Okay, Um, because it looks like a video game movie. This is a movie by uh, by John Carpenter, who I don't made a lot of tables and and things like that. Yeah, he was modern day Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Shucks. but what I can tell you about John Howard Carpenter, he's an American film director, screenwriter, producer. Uh, he's most commonly associated with horror and science fiction. What um, else has he done? That most of his films were critical and commercial failures. <laughs> oh, he did That's Halloween. That's why I know him. He did Halloween. Okay, Halloween. Of course, he did uh, this movie's prequel, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Did one called Starman. He did um, Prince of Darkness, Trouble in Little China. I think that's another Kurt Russell one. It is, it is. That we could do sometime, because I have it. A lot of these movies, I guess, are considered cult classics, and we're about to... uh, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But, if you haven't figured it out yet, today we're watching Escape from L.A., in which uh, Snake Plissken has to uh, traverse the... I don't know if it's already destroyed or what, but he has to go around uh, the futuristic L.A. of 2013. (laughs) And uh, he has to recover... Two years ago. Yeah, he has to recover a doomsday device, so... Sounds a lot like another movie we watched at one time. Does it? Yeah, with Schwarzenegger. Oh, Running Man? Yeah. That episode hasn't... has yet to see the light of day. (laughs) I figured. (laughs) We're also waiting on on Starship Troopers. (laughs) Yeah. Which will be a good one. But, uh, I get what, should we hit play, or, Let's I don't know, do you it. got anything else you want to talk about? Well, do you want to taste the beer? Oh, yeah. Let's taste the beer. Let's hey. taste. Cheers. Uh, not bad. Smooth. Typical red, uh, red beer. Red yeah. ale. Red ale? Are they red ales? I think they're ales. Typical red. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot smoother. It has less, like, a uh, hoppy uh, sensation than yeah. a lot of reds. I'm not a huge fan of reds when they start getting to that point where they're just, like, uber hoppy. Like, it becomes a... a, a red IPA, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, listener, if you're unfamiliar with uh, red ales, then... Um, uh, what did I say? <laughs> if, you're if you're unfamiliar with Red Ales, one of the more famous ones uh, is uh, George Killian's Irish Red. Mm-hmm. A uh, a great beer, cheap. <laughs> one of my actually one of my favorite in terms of, um, in terms of that sort of stuff. Really good, really cheap. I always get it on sale over at Roths. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I'm thinking O'Doyle. Step above the Killians for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other reds have you had? I've had uh, Bridgeport's Red Ale. I think it's like a red IPA. That's like a double red, isn't it? Yeah, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a lot of hops in that one. Oh, yeah. Good beer, though. Yeah, that's why I like it. One of the um, I can't think of any other reds. Um, one of my favorite reds, uh, I think that's an amber, actually. Rusty Truck, I think that's an amber ale. Hmm. But my two favorite beers are uh, reds and ambers. So good. They, I think they have, like, the most... I think they have the most flavor of beers, but it's not always hoppy. Well, I think about reds, in my opinion, they're very balanced because there is definitely hops. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. a light lager, but there's definitely malt, too. Yeah, I, that's what very I love about balanced. it. You, it's just the best of both worlds, man. They're not yeah. trying to, like, look at me. I drink the manliest beer. Ah! <laughs> and, like, jerk yourself <laughs> you off. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I watched that the other night. What? Did you? Yeah. Wasn't it amazing? Yeah, I like it. Do you have anything else to say about it? About Predator? Or the beer? <laughs> Predator? I think it was pretty dang good. I have to rewatch it. Good. We might. We gotta do Predator on this show. Yeah, That's but not what Predator 2. No, Predator 2 is horrible. Sucks. Predator 1, oh my god. It's a good movie. It's like one of the most quotable movies of all time. I'm going to hammer some fun. I'm going to hammer some fun. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it over the course of like two two or three days. So. Oh, sometimes that's the best. It is. It makes a movie seem really long and you don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. Case in point. Well, um, overall, this is a really good beer. Yeah, I like it. Pretty smooth. Um, I think that this is their uh, spring seasonal, mm. um, which is why we're drinking it, because it's spring, at least in Oregon. Yeah. Um, shoot, I don't know. Was I going to say anything else about it? Cue up the music. We'll talk more about the beer as we discover more about it. Awesome. <laughs> In case you guys were wondering where you could buy Escape from LA on DVD, Amazon. <laughs> Go to Amazon. That's the only place. No, I uh, I bought it at Shopco. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. A little much money for <laughs> little much. Little money. much. Little much money. John can't figure out how to uh, operate the remote. Well, you can't make the screen any bigger. That's what it is right there. Just put on subtitles and turn it down a little bit. Steve Buscemi is Steve Buscemi. I like Steve Buscemi. More importantly, Kurt Russell's in this. Yeah, I like Kurt Russell. Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. I don't know who that is. Me neither. (laughs) Pam Greer's in it. We're the worst ones to do a movie podcast. I know who Pam Greer is. Who's Pam Greer? She was in Coffee and Foxy Brown and... uh, Michelle Forbes. That movie that I can't think of right now. Michelle Forbes is just in something I looked up today or watched or something. Bruce really? Campbell's in this? Who's Bruce Campbell? What? Haven't you seen Burn Notice? A while ago. Um, he's in Evil Dead. He's the main oh, guy. Oh, the older, older guy? Older guy. I haven't seen Evil Dead. Well, he was young in Evil Dead. He's like the actor known for his big chin. He's the old guy in uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Burn notice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I middle aged. I think we've had this conversation before. We have. We're the worst ones to do a movie podcast because we don't know anybody's <laughs> we... names. <laughs> we don't know anything. It's not like we're from Hollywood. Like we don't know anything about. I think the produced, the best are what produced by Deborah Hill and Kurt Russell, based on characters created by John Carpenter and Nick Castle. You know this is going to be great. I know Family Guy does like Snake Plissken uh, bits all the time. Oh, really? <clears throat> well, often enough. I don't watch a whole lot of Family Guy. 1998. All right. When was this movie made? Uh, I think the 80s. Oh, 96. Okay. Apparently, Los Angeles is a pretty uh, shitty city to live in in the future. <laughs> I don't think we have to go too far in the future to see it being an interesting place. And divine retribution. Los Angeles was that bad in 1998? <laughs> I don't think it was that bad, was it? L.A.? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always been, just like any other big city, there's been lots of crime in certain areas. People love L.A. I like L.A. I'd go back. There's the earthquake. Looks oh. like they're just shaking the camera. Look at those special effects. <laughs> those are some late 90s special effects, aren't they? Mid to late 90s. This looks like one of the worst shot movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's kind of making me sick. <laughs> this has to be amazing. This has to be amazing. <laughs> I like the logic. I mean, it's purposely shot like this, right? Like, this wasn't an accident. I hope so. Like, what? They used, like, the grainiest film they could find. <laughs> After they film it, they, they film it on it with the wire John brush. Carpenter filmed it on his son's Super 8 millimeter. <laughs> you know what's a bummer about this, though, is... So I bought this movie and Blade... <laughs> And Blade has special features. This one doesn't. <laughs> oh. Nice. L.A. Island, huh? L.A. Island is where they're going to put all the decrepit people. Looks like it. That's so smart. This is totally a 90s storyline. <laughs> Isn't it? That's so amazing. <laughs> The Great Wall. Oh my god, they're <laughs> Great Wall of wall. LA. So apparently the way it works is LA is now an island and if you're a shitty person, you get your citizenship stripped away and uh, you get deported to the island of LA, never to return. 2013 now look how amazing this is it's pretty small i wonder what the budget for this movie was 2500 bucks maybe <laughs> they made it on <laughs> favors <laughs> called in <laughs> like look at that helicopter oh, oh my god this is Those one reason CG helicopters this is one reason why i remember liking this movie because i only watched the first little bit and <laughs> everything is so bad cg i wish that we would have had escape from new york 
Like, I wish. Yeah, it's probably a good movie. It's I, I bet you it's great. I mean, I bet you this one isn't terrible, but... I bet you the first one's pretty good. I bet you the first one's amazing. This is probably comparable to Predator 2 to Predator. Just, what? why do they do it? Well, when was Escape from New York made? That had to have been an 80s movie. I hope so, because then it would be good. Hmm. Apparently, Kurt Russell practiced a lot of basketball for this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was in L.A. He's a Lakers fan. Pliskin sightings have... Re- did oh, you just read that? Oh, gosh, that guy? Who's that? I forget, but he's in a lot of bad stuff. He looks like a, th- a thin Kevin James. You know, the guy from King of Queens? Yeah. I can't see that. There was going to be a third sequel made... There's called called Escape from Earth. <laughs> that was a real winner. Uh, the- oh, this mu- so this must have been fifteen. They made these movies fifteen years apart. Uh, so the first one must have been like pure eighties. Yeah, the first one was probably awesome. And so they're they're legitimately making another one right now. No, no, no. They were going to. Um, Everyone hated it. They're like, that's dumb. Yeah. So apparently, this is the Pliskin costume he wore in the uh, he wore in the first movie, Escape from New York, and it still fits him fifteen years later. Brown leather jacket with the uh, camo pants. So apparently, they wrote this movie uh, in '85, but John Carpenter thought it was too campy. So I thought it would be better in 15 years. years. Yeah, or 15? whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, 15 from the original. Yeah. This is Kurt, Kurt Russell's first and only writing credit. <laughs> we might get some cute clues as to why it was his last. Huh. Steve Buscemi took this uh, role to help fund his directorial debut. What was the first movie you directed? Trees Lounge. Hmm. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> Poor Steve. Kate Hudson auditioned for this movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Look at that. Call me Snake. See, I think that's the line from Metal Gear Solid. He's like, call me Pliskin, because <laughs> his name's Snake. <laughs> I'm already amazed at this movie. Mm. Like, no one is ashamed of this while they're filming this. Like, look at Kurt Russell's face. <laughs> He's so well, the thing that gets me, the director thought it's too dumb to make, so let me wait to make it instead of... <laughs> Why don't we change some things and make it a good movie? Yeah, I know. I really want to see the first one. What I want to know is if John Carpenter's movies are all (laughs) critically and financial failures. (laughs) Who funds him? Why does he keep making movies? This is a Paramount movie. Well, I I guess I don't know how the funding for movies works. I don't understand that either. Like, is Paramount just distributing? Or do they fund it? 
They probably supply money to some extent. They had to have. There's no way. Well, with how much money is flying around, at least the way it sounds in Hollywood, there's just money flying everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. I just love his face in this. What's weird about this movie, guys, we're watching this. How big's your TV? Bigger than the screen. <laughs> so his TV is like a 47-inch or something, right? Would you say? Yeah, probably. It looks about, I don't know. I, wasn't, I don't think it's a 50-inch or anything, because my dad has like a 54-inch, and that thing's uh-huh. massive. But this looks a little bigger than mine, and I have like a 44-inch. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably agree with 48. Um... And literally, the movie is taking place on a, like, 28-inch wide. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't change it. It's, it's like, uh, it's like widescreen, you know, if you used to watch the widescreens on the old tube TVs or uh-huh. whatever. It's widescreen, but then there's also, like, margins on the left and right missing. And there's a large black line running down yeah. the f- left of the screen <laughs> in the blackness. Apparently, there is a girl in a pink jacket Air demanding... What? Is that she, what they call yeah, it? Yeah, she hijacked Air Force 3. She should know that the president only rides on Air Force 1. That looks like a comfortable ride, though. What? It's all staged. Wow, that chick in the pink is, like, really selling it. She's into it, yeah. And Pliskin's on camera. Oh, wait. No, he's not on camera. Of course he wasn't. That was just really bad green screen. (laughs) I don't even understand what that was. Oh. He was standing right there, but now he's not there. It's not staged. Her <laughs> escape pod landed in LA. Pliskin. Call me Snake. Who's that? She looks really familiar. She does, doesn't she? I wonder if that's like the, one of the main girls. She was in Seinfeld. Just look at that badass picture right there. Ben Gliden. Is he? That's what it looks like. I thought he had a bow in his hands. I thought he was drawing a bow, but he definitely looks more like he's hang gliding. Now. Yeah, he's hang gliding. Yeah. How did you know that? I study hang gliding. John's a hang gliding... Scholar. Hang <laughs> gliding does look fun. Yeah. Scary as all crap. I know. Fun. My mom's trying to get me to go parasailing when I go to Hawaii. Oh, parasailing's gotta be fun. Uh, but would you go? Yeah. You would? What? Okay. Worst possible scenario. What would happen? Um, You hit something high up and die. Not that scenario. <laughs> you get tangled up in something and die. Or that one. What would you get tangled up in? Uh, like, I feel like I've read stories about, like, um, 
parasailing. Oh, have you seen this selfie? It was on the news. A guy took a selfie when he was parasailing, and it showed the carabiner attached to his parachute, half like bent open. <laughs> 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 yeah, that could happen. Okay, and what would happen? You'd fall to your death. Where? Where what? The ocean. I don't want to go to the ocean in well, the tropics. Well, no, it would hurt like crap, yeah. But if you did it right... And I really don't like falling. You. Me neither. <laughs> it just looks like a blast. I don't even like now, falling. Now, doing it on like, land, that may, that's a different story. Do people do it on land? I've wanted to. Like, just, like, get a fast car and... How hard would it be? Did they do that in, um... Ace Ventura. Triple X? Probably. We should watch Triple X on the show. <laughs> That's another bad movie. Oh, dude, it's so incredible. It is. When uh, did that come out? Hmm. Like, 2000? This apparently stopped. Mm-hmm. There goes plan B. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's all right. Just in case... How did that stop? We had a backup recording going just in case because we're using a new setup here and um, (laughs) (laughs) didn't start recording and we're 20 minutes in. (laughs) Oh, well, this will work. Yeah. You know what I should do, though? I'm going to... John, entertain the listeners. Well, you see, on screen right now, there's nothing happening because I pressed pause. And, well... Well, you can keep playing. I'm going to go grab more beer. Well, you want to give me a hand? John, I'd love to give you a hand job. <laughs> That's, uh, I heard a joke today that pertains to that. What was the joke? The joke oh, geez, was... Look how loud that was. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty loud. Okay. I'm not even going to try to retell it because I'm going to forget something. We went, we went out to lunch with a few growers today. <laughs> And one of them had a joke. <laughs> he forgot the middle of the joke. So he's like, well, the pastor said some words, and I don't remember what they are. And then he went off to the punchline. <laughs> what do you do when you're completely butchering the joke? But it was okay, because he was old, and old guys get a pass. I butchered jokes that I wrote. Have you done that again? No. Excuse me. No, I've uh, I've been meaning to get out there and do it again as soon as possible, but it's hard to find time, you know? I don't know. like, Not uh, like it's yeah. a very time-consuming thing, but it's one of those things it's like before I, you know, before I have anyone come watch me do it or anything like that. Like I want another couple times when I go alone and do it, but it's like, I got to drive all the way to Salem or somewhere where there's an open mic and I got to be there for a couple hours alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like one of those things. It's hard to do anything alone anymore because it's like, I got so much time taken up with work. Um, you know, and of course I want to spend time with my wife and, uh, you know, all the podcasts and stuff too. It's like, yeah. Not that the podcasting isn't fun. The podcasting is great. I look forward to it every time that, you know, we all get together. Uh-huh. But, um, but it's just hard to justify, you know, go, taking two hours, you know, for, in in a weekday. Yeah, I understand that. 
It is hard to find time these days. It's kind of crazy. <coughs> oh, sorry, listener. That was really loud. I tried to do that off mic, but apparently these mics are just too badass. Or maybe I just have everything cranked up way too much. <laughs> we never used to do that. Well, when I listen to other podcasts, you know, that you can hear them sort of giving instructions to people who haven't done it before, and they're like, get right up on the mic and talk right into it. Right like this. In someone's ear. That's really loud, John. You gotta talk more quietly. I don't know if I can talk more quietly than this. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna be in you. What? I wanna be inside you, John. I just tried to listen to you through the mic. (laughs) (laughs) It's like two cans and a string. I don't want you to. So we're in agreement then. I only want to be inside consenting uh, adults. <laughs> Jesus. I might cut that out. That was pretty screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much just gave an offer to anyone who's listening. Uh, <clears throat> hi, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Pliskin's new outfit, apparently. I wouldn't mind having one of those revolvers. It made it to the cover of the movie. Yep, that's pretty sweet. Has fire coming out of it. Well, no, he's surfing in lava. Is that what that is? (laughs) Well, he probably had to surf to get to L.A. I miss his old leather jacket already. Yeah. Brown leather jackets are nice. Aren't they, though? Like, black leather is so dumb. It's midlife crisis. Black is? Sometimes. What's brown, then? Relaxed. Brown is just like, you're not trying to prove anything to anybody? It's authentic. We should be in the business of selling brown leather jackets. (laughs) This podcast brought to you by (laughs) brownleatherjackets.com. Probably a website. It probably is. Well, let's find out. John's going to brownleatherjackets.com as we speak. On my work phone, so I'm going to get fired on Monday because I can imagine what brownleatherjackets.com is. <laughs> it's like the worst porn site of all time. <laughs> you get friggin' your co- company gets billed uh, for all like this downloaded <laughs> porn. It shuts down Agrium in Canada. No. Oh my god. Should we buy I it? need to go home and buy brownleatherjackets.com. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay, you know what happened to Conan O'Brien? I understand we don't have the same listener base as Conan O'Brien does, but he mentioned a domain name on the air. And by the time he could check it, it was... No, no, no. If you mention a domain name on the air, apparently some FCC rule, you have to buy it. Really? And it was... Uh, Let's see if it still exists. Uh, John, do you want to go 50-50 on this? Like, I'll buy brownleatherjackets.com tonight. It, it'll be probably like 12 bucks. I'll go 50-50. <laughs> Did you spell it right, though? Did you spell okay. brown? Oh, no, we can't buy that. 
It's for sale for $2,600. It says it right there. That's a bargain. <laughs> How could it be sale for 2600 bucks? I don't know, but I really regret saying well, that it was like 12 bucks. I'm not buying brownleatherjags.com. But uh, Conan O'Brien mentioned uh, hornymanatee.com. <laughs> and so he actually had a website. And it was up for years. Was it? Yeah, of... Just like, you know, hand puppets of manatees doing weird things. Is that really a rule? I feel like... I don't know. Conan O'Brien said it was. There's a domain name that they were talking about on the Pointless podcast the other day. Um, Something about... Oh, (laughs) wizardfarts.com. I was like, I'm going to buy this right now. (laughs) Of course, they had probably already bought it. Yeah. Well, and then we were talking about Little Wizard the other day. And I wanted to try and get littlewizard.com. Excuse me. You all right there, Chief? I'm all right there, Squaw. Is everything like all right? You, yeah, all right. looks fine to me. Talk, just give it a little tough. Right like this. Yeah, that looks good, I think. All right. Is that when, uh, was that you and I and Dusty? Dr. Yeah, I was doing the little wizard. Yeah, for <laughs> Dr. Fives Rises Again. The little wizard. <laughs> That's what's like with submarine. I know. And I was like, little wizard. No, little wizard. Little wizard? <laughs> We're reha- we rehashed the whole episode right now for the listeners. Just press play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We got to do a podcast one time where we listen to, like, our recording of us jamming. The old like, one? Yeah. Oh, man. You have those CDs? Yeah. Well, I didn't bring them today. but Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, so... Me and John were podcasters long before we knew what podcasting was. <laughs> yeah. Back in high school. This was... Actually, would that have been before podcasts? No. Okay. Uh, podcasts have been a thing for at least 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Like, Ricky Gervais had, like, one of the first big ones. Uh, <laughs> Universal Studios. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. He's not a very good submarine driver. <laughs> No, he's, he's like crashing everywhere. Pliskin don't give a fuck, though, dude. <laughs> he, he just bounced <clears throat> off a wall. He's got seven hours and 45 minutes to find the bomb. He's not even wet. But I just think this movie was made after Kurt Russell had a pretty good established acting career. <laughs> He was he was a respected actor. What other things has he been in? Oh, he's been in good <clears throat> movies. Name one. Escape from New York, probably. He should probably just leave his submarine there. Oh, Jesus. There goes his gun. I like how he doesn't even give a fuck. He's just like hanging out. Uh, concrete collapsed under him and he lost his submarine. Oh, he has his gun, though. That's good. Um, but what the fuck were we just talking about? Podcasters and Fortnite. Oh, yeah, so, but this was, I mean, this... What the... Oh, they're Nazi surfers? Is that what they are? I have no idea. He's probably just gonna shoot them all. Oh, they're, they're just surfers and locals only. 
No, locals only, that's locals right. Only, yeah. It's a big rule in the surfing community. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Mulholland Drive. I don't know where that is in L.A. Me neither. <laughs> but about podcasts, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, so me and John used to, uh, we got into the habit when we would jam, cause we, we used to be in a band and we would write songs, obviously, and, and, uh, we got into the habit cause we would always play stuff and then forget about it. So we got in the habit a couple <laughs> times of just turning on a recording device and recording our whole jam session. And one jam session in particular, we were working on writing a song that we had already pretty well established. We played the song a number of times, uh, but, uh, we also talked like we probably played like for maybe 10 minutes yeah. of the whole recording and then it the recording is like an hour and a half and a lot of it's just us talking yeah. like reading random books oh my god and of course we've listened to it we've made we made jokes about ourselves while we were listening to it again it was like sophomore year uh, no this wasn't sophomore year what? this was right before you got engaged no yep no yep then we're thinking of different things here. Are we? What yeah. are you thinking of? I've said it before. We were adults. This was not right before I got engaged. We were adults. Uh, we'll have to take a listen to it. Dude, we definitely were out of high school, weren't we? That's Peter Fonda. We were definitely out of high school because we were playing a I song we called in, June. I thought we were in high school. Which we wrote June in high school, like sophomore year. But then me and Taylor rewrote it, and that's what why we were working on it again. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. And You're then remember right. <clears throat> that was the same day too. Like this had to have been maybe in the summer or something because that same day we made this agreement that we would write ten songs before October, like before Halloween or something mm -hmm. like that, or whatever day it was. And on that night, when the when that time limit was up, you called me and said. Hey, we should uh, write 10 songs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, procrastination we, at its heart. We didn't talk about it once. And then you said that we should write 10 songs. And I came over. And that's when we wrote the unabridged book of ninja fighting. And we we have a bunch of recordings from that night. We did this one that was like in the same vein as from a second story window where you had these chords and I like laid these yeah. like and it, yeah and man then, I like to listen to that stuff I have them all I have them on here I I show you after we we should listen to that yeah um because dude we had some pretty catchy stuff dude ninja fighting could have been a great song that uh, was pretty hardcore and then man. we had another one I don't know we wrote a well we didn't get to ten obviously no. in one night. <laughs> Not ten real songs, anyway. No, but I remember it was like, we kept justifying, like, well, okay, we finished June, so there's one. Like, as soon as I walked in, like, yeah. so there's one. Uh, <laughs> um, we know happy birthday, there's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish that we had the recording of uh, the Unabridged Book of Ninja Fighting while we were jamming with Taylor. Mm -hmm. Like, we only have the recordings of you and me, I think. And they're pretty bad recordings. But Are they? Yeah, they're not the best. Are there any recordings of when we played it live? Because that was... No, crazy. that was incredible, though. I remember everyone coming up and being like, This is a new era for your band. <laughs> it's like it's a song with three chords. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey, if they're good three chords. 
Well, my favorite part about this song, I don't even know if you remember the parts that we labeled, but the black metal part that we call that's what we called it. Yeah, I kind of do. Oh my god. I don't remember details, I just remember kind of the feel of parts. I wrote that uh, riff into a Monstratic song that we played for a show once, and it was one of my favorite songs, but then shortly after that, I sort of like took a hiatus from the band, mm-hmm. and everyone forgot it. Oh. And, he, and we never recorded it or anything. It was a real bummer. But yeah, that had to have been in the summer because, and then, so that October happened, and then in December you got engaged. Okay. Because you were, yeah, you were, you were at home still, I think. Yeah. Because that June recording was in your old room. I remember that. That's what I remember about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, normally we did that sort of stuff on acoustics, but I, oh, we did do it on acoustics. I think that was acoustics, yeah. 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 No, that's uh I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was fun. And we finished the song. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever really played it live. Did we do any shows after that? No, we had to have. Because we had Unabridged Book of Ninja Fighting. Yeah. Which we played once. When when did when was that show? When did that happen? I remember that was at the Wasteland. That show was the last show <clears throat> I ever played. Yeah. So it would have been Is that uh, right before the summer or right after that summer of 11? 11? Am I thinking right? I don't know. I can't keep my years together anymore. Like, I'm missing a few years of my life somewhere where I, like, never looked at a calendar. And it's sad. We're... I'm 25. You're, what, 24? Yeah. Yeah. We're not old men yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a time, like, there was, like, a year or two where all I did was play music. Like, that's all I did. Me and Kane played, a sh- like, a couple shows a week. Me and Taylor were doing maybe a couple shows a month, maybe, like, three or four shows a month. Shoot. Man, Pliskin belongs in futuristic L.A. This is his city. <laughs> Leather trench coat. The GoPro Lee attached would like to that. that. Right? <laughs> Lee would be all over the leather trench coat. You know Lee does a podcast for us now? Yeah, I listened to it. Yeah. A little bit of it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, but there's a shit ton of listeners for that show. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I don't know where the fuck they came from. Um... <clears throat> they were all listening to ours, and then you mentioned that. They're like, "Oh, okay, screw we're done. This. Fuck this cinnamon. <laughs> this is stupid." Uh, what you guys drink beer? Beer's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mormon, <laughs> or so I don't know. Nothing wrong with you. Know how Mormon. to get a Mormon to drink? Yeah, take one. Take one. Yeah. Take because they won't drink if there's other Mormons around. Take one drinking. Oh, take a Mormon drinking. Mm-hmm. Huh. That was a huge explosion for a motorcycle. You make me feel like a jerk now. I don't care. 
What? What? The longer you sit in silence, dude. This guy's on a horse and racing against Snake Plissken <laughs> <laughs> on a motorcycle. Did you hear about the guy? In the horse Did you just see that? Did that you just see cool. what? Uh, oh my God! Where he the landed his motorcycle in the back of a pickup, and then he pulled a shotgun out of the. This oh, is road warrior this stuff. This is amazing. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say though? You get you hear about the guy on the horse in California? No. <sighs> okay, I feel bad for the guy because the the cops beat the crap out of him, which I think is completely wrong, obviously. But the guy was a sex pest of identity theft, and he got away on a horse. I don't know how that no. worked out. <laughs> no. Yeah. He got away on horseback. Yeah, but then the cops cut caught up to him. That's because he was on horseback. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure Would out how more bad horse. <laughs> he stole a horse. What is this? The Wild West? He was trying to buy a TV with someone's credit card. Is that what it was? Oh my yeah, god! They, that's what they were saying on the news. I don't understand. That's how that incredible. <laughs> I w- the story would have been better it. if he got away. <laughs> ID thief. You know, escapes sp- on horseback. <laughs> Speaking of horseback, have you ever seen that show Man Tracker? I have not, no. Dude, every time I watch that show, I'm just like, I gotta give John a call. <laughs> what is it? Uh, so it's on Discovery Channel. It's a Canadian show. And there's this guy named Man Tracker. And he... Um, his really didn't like Well, his name is Man Tracker. He's kidding. called Man Tracker. And he... Um, he basically... So <clears throat> it's a competition. People sign up. It's like a game show. And there's... Man Tracker has a partner, and then there's two people that he's playing against. And they're on this big chunk of land, and the two people are basically outlaws. And they are supposed to get to a designated point on the land, which is like their escape, basically. Like, it's like their their escape point, their escape route. And once they get there, it means that they got away from Man Tracker. And so they get a head start by a couple hours or whatever, and then Man Tracker comes in with a guide who's familiar with the land that's his partner basically okay. and it's different every episode someone who's really familiar with the land that they're on yeah and then they uh and then man tracker tracks them and he has to capture them and if they get across the finish line um then they win but if man tracker captures them then they lose and i didn't i i wasn't paying attention in the first part thanks <laughs> no no, no. No, no, no. The, the people that he's trying to catch, they're actually criminals? Or they're no. Just, they're just this actors. isn't like, this isn't like the real running man. This is, uh. Okay. <laughs> they're just, they're just contestants. Like, they apply to be on it. Yeah. It's like okay. the great, like the amazing race or whatever. Like. Yeah, that does sound cool. And they go to different locations, like. Yeah, they go to a different location every, Evergreen every forest, episode. Desert, tundra, things like that. Yeah. That does sound cool. Yeah. And Man Tracker just tracks him. But the advantage that he has is that. He, his his partner knows the land, and yeah. so he asks questions like, "Well, what's over that hill?" or "Blah blah blah," or "What's around there?" and and the guide tells him, "Oh, well, you know, down there, there's all this stuff, and blah 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 blah, and all this stuff." And it's crazy watching him. Like, I don't know how much of it's staged or what, but it's crazy because Man Tracker will be like, "Well, here's where the footprints, you know, come," and blah 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 blah, and then they'll he'll search for him, and then if he loses track of him. It's almost like he can pinpoint it down. Like, there was this one episode where these guys were hiding in this bushes, like, in this thicket of woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they were, like, going to wait it out till nightfall before darting and making, a like, a mile sprint for the finish line. And uh, 
And so they're waiting out, but then Man Tracker realizes he's like, they have to be right there in those bushes. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound cool. Yeah. Uh, there's Steve. And it's cool because they camp out. Like, the, I think they have like three days or something. Like three days to get to the finish line. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, so Steve Buscemi <laughs> trying to shake hands with Snake Plissken. Cuervo Jones's place. Oh my fuck. It is LA. <laughs> <laughs> so far, this movie's not that bad. Do you think it's better or worse than The Running Man? Oh, I don't know. Well, I think Running Man's probably better, I guess. But I, I'll have. And I want to see. They're pretty neck and neck. I want to see Escape from yeah. New York before I. Yeah, that's going to be a good movie. Kurt Russell was in uh, Poseidon, the Poseidon Adventure or whatever it's called. Yeah. He was good in that. Mm-hmm. Was he in the original Poseidon? Have you seen the new one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. I one time walked into your house while you were watching it. Did you? Yeah. When you lived in Mount Angel after you were married. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to your house for something and you were you guys were watching the Poseidon Adventure or whatever it's called. Poseidon, I think. Yeah, where the ship sinks and they have to like escape yeah and I, I kurt like russell play- yeah it's good actually like surprisingly good right mm-hmm. i watched gonna call oh my god is that what that is no it's just an old ambulance what are those is the ghostbusters are those like uh what are the little Jawas? yeah yeah <laughs> good job <laughs> They are. They look like Jawas. <laughs> All I had to hear was the sound. It sounded like they made this weird sound that's nothing like what Jawas make, but they were like, oh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. It's a Sith Lord. That's what it looks like. It looks like Darth Maul when he first uh, does, approaches yeah. uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Oh, shit. What? A sweet-ass net gun? Those are cool. Terminated? (laughs) How can't they find him? I don't know. How did the net disable his tracer? I don't think this movie's supposed to make sense. Who's that woman? She's on the box. So Snake Plissken just got captured. That must be Deborah Hill or something. Yeah. It's a good bet. But I have no this scene's on the box, look. Bottom left. Oh yeah. She looks like uh that I not the Irish girl. Yeah, but from Pulp Fiction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking roll today. That was pretty good. And it's gotta be. Look at her. Yeah, not the Irish one, but the one who, Yeah. Uh, a fat magic marker! A fucking felt dip pen! Yeah. It is. I'm going to turn it up a is little bit. Is that her? Because her voice is very distinctive. Uh-oh. What the? It's like a plate of eyes. They like cannibals? Plastic surgery. Oh my god, it is LA. It sounds like it could be that girl. That looks like Gary Busey. <laughs> 
Dude, Did it, you see that? No, I don't. It does look like that chick, though. Lance! I thought you'd tell those fuckers not to call here after ten! <laughs> yeah. This is creepy. This is totally L.A. So they're at, like, some place where, like, these surgical people, like, capture people and, like, they have to implant new things into their face because so many surgeries and facelifts that their muscles turn to jello, apparently. It does look like her. Probably is her. You're right. It could be. I mean, it's around the same time because Pulp Fiction was, what, 97? No, Pulp Fiction was, like, 93 or 94. Oh, I thought it was a little bit later than that. Let's put a blowjob down on it. Nope. Okay, this dark is really creepy. 94. Oh, good job. Goddamn photographic memory. Remember the last movie I did this for? I do not recall. Dirty Harry, John. Oh, yeah. 1971. You and Dustin doubted me. I know. I know you did. When do we think that it was? Because 71 sounds right. I don't know, you guys said something else, and I said, it's 71. And then you're like, no. Not you, Dustin, uh, maybe. That could have been me. How did he do that? He shot Injected something him? into his forehead. Huh. Some of the top build cast on Pulp Fiction on the IMD page is Tim Roth, who is Ringo. <laughs> And then Amanda Plummer, who was Yolanda. <laughs> What's this girl's name? Uh, I'm looking to see if this is if it's even her. Not Trudy, right? Is that her name? No. I think Trudy was the Irish girl. Trudy and Jody. Mm. Well, one of them is Rosanna Arquette, and I think that was Jody, the wife. Really. And Trudy was the Irish girl who's also in Tristan and he, shult, and he sold. Yeah. Rosanna Arquette. This definitely really? isn't Rosanna Arquette in this movie. Are you sure? Yeah. I can oh, hear yeah, her voice her. now. Yeah, really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Lance! <laughs> I guess it's a good voice for a wife of a heroin dealer. So it's definitely not... Now I'm curious, is that Deborah Hill? Let's is that Joan Jett? Kind of dresses like Joan Jett. How do you spell Deborah Hill? Deborah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Deborah Hill from Halloween. Known for Escape from L.A. and Halloween. And the fuck. Did she die, it looked like? No. Born 1950. Died. Oh, she did. March 2005. 7. Where's the fucking picture? Now Deborah Hill. Dying before IMDb is a thing. Oh, Jesus. No idea. I'm done looking.
Is that this girl? No idea. Well, it looks like that was... That's gotta be Escape from New York. Oh. Is she in Escape from New York? That's not Kurt Russell, is it? I guess it's not. <laughs> Some guy in a Kurt Russell costume. <laughs> he plays <laughs> Kurt Russell at parties. Yeah, Kurt Russell at Comic-Con. Oh my god. That's amazing. This is like the perfect background movie, though. You ever seen the L.A. River? Yeah, it's just like, it's in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, but I mean, seen it in real life. No. Well, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'd like to someday. Why? It's just so iconic in a lot of things. Yeah. Seriously, Gone in 60 Seconds is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, with Keanu Reeves. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I've never seen it. Are you talking about Speed? Yeah. <laughs> the other one was is uh, Nick Cage, right? Yeah, Nick Cage. It's got... um, Dude, that guy, like, he's a character actor that I really love. Um, Gary Busey? Who's that? Not Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, well, um, what's her Busey name? What's her name? The woman? <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie's in it. Oh, yeah. She uh, is a woman. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Um, Nick Cage, Angelina Jolie, um, oh, Giovanni Ribisi, like, he's one of my favorite character actors. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's great. He's in Avatar. What's different? What's a character actor? Um, so, like, Tom Cruise, like, this is the way I know, and it could be wrong. So, listener, feel free to chime in. But, like, Tom Cruise, like, he's cast, like, to... You know, he's cast to like sell movies. Like he doesn't really have to act, right? He's doesn't. He's not a different character every time, right? But you see these mo- characters, like you see these actors who are in different roles all the time, and they're they're playing legitimately like different characters each time. Oh, okay, so actors that aren't typecasted. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Will Patton. That's the one I was gonna say too. He's oh. really good. Like he uh, he's in one that I just watched. Oh. The Punisher. It's on Netflix right now. He's in The Punisher. Mm. He's in The Fourth Kind, which is one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, Robert Duvall's in it. He's great. Oh, yeah, Bobby. What? Bobby Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> no, Bobby only works with certain people like De Niro. Man, apparently whoever made this movie. Who's that? I don't know. Robert De Niro made that movie? No. <laughs> um, man, yeah, this is a great... I'm trying to... Uh, oh, Timothy Oliphant. He's the other one. God, he's so good. The guy from Justified. Oh, yeah. This is like one of his like first movie roles, I think. Why can't I see any of the fucking other guys in this? Like, who plays the sandwich guy? Oh, Christopher Eccleston. He's a good actor. Christopher Eccleston? can't remember what else he's in. You see Willem Dafoe has a new show coming out. What's it called? Rockstars or something. Dude, look at that car. Lead sled. Genuine lead sled. Oh, here he is. Vinnie Jones. That's the one I was looking for. Um, man, he's That's like... an Italian-American name if I ever heard one. You would know him. 
can you tell who he is from that picture on the far right? Oh yeah, he's a scary Russian guy. Not uh, Russian. Well, but I don't British. think. I mean, his name but is he, Vinny Jones. He looks kind of <laughs> Russian. He was born in Watford, England. Yeah, I always used to think he was Russian. Yeah. He looks like a hitman for the Russian mob. Kind of does. Yeah, man. Gone in 60 Seconds is so good. And the ending scene when he's racing the freaking car through the L.A. River, like, trying to get away from cops and everything, like, mm-hmm. so badass. Like, anybody who doesn't name their kid Memphis after seeing that movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> when did the movie come out? 2000. Well, there's been a lot of people that you would consider not very good. Yeah, fuck all of you. <laughs> Fifteen worths, fifteen years worth of people. So you should go around to every person on fifteen and younger. <laughs> Pretty them. much, they fucking suck. I'll say it right here and now. Fuck you if you were born after the year two thousand, and you know what? Not even fuck you. Fuck your parents. If you were born after the year two thousand and your name isn't Memphis, then you're a fuck. You're a worthless fuck. <laughs> God, don't get so bent out of shape, guys. It's a joke. We're on a we're on a comedy <laughs> podcast. We're drinking. We're having fun. We're drinking beer. Speaking of which, it's been a while since we talked about the beer. Yeah. Anything to add? Not necessarily. It's good. It kind of snuck up to me a lot faster. Didn't it though? What's the ABV? I don't know. Uh, it it's not that low. much. Like, I think it's less than six, honestly. It's probably just because it's so dang drinkable. 5.6. Yeah, it's because it's drinkable. And then what is IBU? Like, International Bitter Units? Yep. Is that really what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not that bitter on the scale. It's only 24. I was going to say about 25. How did you... How would you have guessed that? I'm so bad at guessing these. Well, the thing with IBUs, it, it gets skewed really easily. Based yeah. on how much maltiness is in a beer. Yeah. So, really trying to guess it's just a shot in the dark for me. Oh, well, you were really close. I was. Apparently. I'm good at shooting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> but. Coincidentally, you want to go hunting next week? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start at 9 p.m. <laughs> go ahead and make a few uh, animal calls when you get there. <laughs> but we're going to fan out. <laughs> And wear this furry camo. <laughs> um, I actually knew someone that had furry camo. Really? Yeah, it was it was like camo pattern, but it was like furry. That makes any sense. Like suede? <laughs> it wasn't suede. It was like your collar. Oh. But it was it was camo pattern, but it's still kinda like Huh? Like fuzz. Yeah. yeah. And what do they call that? What do they call this? Long fleece. Is that fleece? It's like lamb's fleece. Is that what that is? It's not real lamb, but... But for real, this like this seriously snuck up on me. And we're... I mean, I'm not a lightweight. I am. Maybe it's because I haven't eaten that much. But I literally just ate. I ate, and then I ate more when I got here. It's weird, though. It snuck up on me, and I've only had a few glasses, so... And... Uh, the nice thing about it, so if I had to, if I had to talk about this beer, the way that, uh, that, uh, I used to 
rate beer with some of my buddies. I can't remember the exact the exact um, things that we used, but one of the scales that we measured was uh, drinkability. Well, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Excuse me. Well, there was drinkability, but there was also chugability. Chugability, right? I'm a Weizenfell, so chugability is very important. <laughs> but honestly, like this beer would probably rate like an eight or a nine out of ten in terms of chugability because it's so smooth. I could agree. With and that. it has a lot of flavor. Like the thing I love about it is it has it has flavor. It's not lacking in that. But what I hate is when you get beers that have flavor that is overpowering. Where it's overbearing. Hey, that actor plays Uncle Ben in Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Oh. That must be the president? I don't know. Does Uncle Ben make good rice? (laughs) So clever. Cuervo's about to blow up the place. Free shots or... Free shots for everybody. My name is Cuervo Joe. <laughs> the most offensive accent I can come up with. Hey, kind of wrong. But it, it, and I so far, and that's what we said too about the Mean Eileen. And maybe that's what people don't like about it. But I feel like you know the Mean Eileen was a dark lager, and I feel like it brings those flavors of the stout beers to a. Uh, to a larger audience, people who wouldn't normally try it. And that's what's great about the uh, O'Doyle so far is um, it, it's a red, and reds are my absolute favorite, and it's got the perfect red flavor, the perfect blend of maltiness and hoppiness, but it's not overpowering. It's really smooth, and uh, and if you're listening at home saying, well, Red, that's what you said about me and Eileen, you know, it's really smooth and drinkable and blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm going to tell you that I don't think it's an accident that Gilgamesh's beers are like this. I mean, they all, they don't, they're not uh, scaled very high in, in IBUs at all, which I think is what makes them very accessible. They open up to a wider audience. And hey, if that's not your thing, whatever, then go out and get the fucking triple hop IPAs, you pieces of shit. You freaking beer hipsters. Fuck you. <laughs> Hi, Rhett. I didn't hear any of that. By the way, I have some great triple hop IPA in the fridge. Do you want to try some? <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> hey, I love IPAs just as much as the next Oregonian, and I'm not saying that they aren't good. But there's a weird, there's this like weird thing going on in beer culture right now where if you're not drinking an IPA, it's not real beer. Yeah. Do you get I, that? I don't. I really don't. Well, I don't mean, do you get that? Like, do you understand it? I mean, like, do people do that to you where you're drinking a beer and they're like, oh, that's not an IPA? It's, believe it or not, it's happened a time or two. And I normally don't drink beer. You know, I, I, uh, I've always considered myself a, um. This is why he played basketball. Yeah. Because you have to Shot make. clock. <laughs> and then they just kill you. That seems really unsafe. They're all shooting at each other. Yeah, that's not very well thought out. Oh my god. This is why he played basketball. It's like uh, Thunderdome, but it's Thunder Court. But it's just a square court where you have to shoot a hoop. And it doesn't look like there's anyone 
playing defense. No, it's probably just him. Seems like that'd be... I mean, I'm not good at basketball, but... Oh, yeah, because they fight you first. Yeah, that's right. There's a guy with giant scissors. Yeah, they fight you first. They hit the guy with the basketball hoop a bunch and stuff. Thanks a lot for checking this out, guys. That's it for Cineman this week. We hope you enjoyed the first half of the escape from L.A. Or just escape. Escape from L.A. Just escape from L.A. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you love Snake Plissken just as much as we do. Um, go ahead and, uh, and, and tweet John Carpenter. Thank you for making this horrible gem for you. Um, hopefully you guys stick around next week and figure out, um, what Snake Plissken is going to do. You gotta, you have yet to see him, uh, hang glide through the streets of, of LA and dive bombing some bitches. Um, shit gets real. So, uh, check back and see how, how Snake Plissken does it all.